Guevara invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalier. morning you lot today the jokes on us radio's most gullible crew we're inviting you to give us a gotcha oh my goodness <laughs> travis is the pet of the big brother house my goodness is he just we'll find out who's been given the ass john stamos style mm. and have we got any big new segments today Ed? just one tone when restaurants go mad Restaurants, you say. That'll be great. Hey, listen to this. Paris Hilton just heard in the news she's broken her silence. Mm. That's great because there's been nothing about it in the press. (laughs) Absolutely nothing. What else? We take you through the Get This feature DVD of this week. You you didn't even know what you were going to say after you'd said it. That's what I like. <laughs> Who's stalking who? We'll find out. And joining us in the second hour, George McEncroe from mm. our Brisbane mm. office. We'll find out what's going on up north, nude car wash wise yep. or otherwise. Who's got the worst job in TV? We'll find out. It's all coming up on Get This. Remember, we're here to help with the latest tips for those cruising the streets on the hunt for cheap, casual sex. And if you're looking... The highest proportion of females are in Western Australia's Peppermint Grove and the ACT suburb of Deakin. Good to know, Mr Treasurer. Oh, please, turn off the wind machines. <laughs> it's playing havoc with the bouffants here in the studio. That's Stevie Nicks. It's Get This Around the Nation on Triple M uh, with myself, Tony Martin. We've got Ed Cavalier and Richard Marsland, or as the Prime Minister describes us... Enormous fruits. Oh, hey, come on. That's Hush. unnecessary. Not We're often described as nerds on this program. Although since we got by there, who? Well, other nerds. I will sit them down and give them a film quiz. <laughs> then we'll see who's a nerd. Yeah, but you see, there hasn't been much of that gear since we got no. back from the break. So no, do you want to do some of that up front? Love to. Let's go to Ed Cavalier's DVD corner. It doesn't suck. <laughs> that's not what we intended. The best we, thing I could find. Really? That's all we have for DVD Corner? Laurie Oaks on the milkshake. We just love hearing Laurie Oaks <laughs> sipping a milkshake while the camera's on the person he's talking to. I like to think it's one of those Wendy's flake shakes as well. Oh, one yeah, of the ones with the, the... Oh, Rich, you like that? Yeah, delicious. Yeah, mm, delicious. Beautiful. They get a whole mm. cherry ripe in there, Tone. Mm. Try to get that through a straw, hey? I've seen Richard trying to stuff a whole cherry ripe into a Farmer's Union iced coffee. Yeah, it doesn't look good. One of his own... Cre- what do you call that one? Uh, it's, a, it's a cherry coffee. Nah, you need like a fancy name. <laughs> That's not going to work. You, need, you a- need to give it like a famous person's name, like the Cherry Ant. Yeah. Mm. Um, the Cherry... No, no, I was about to think of Cherry Cola. That's okay. The Cherry Ann Kettle. The Cherry Ann Kettle. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Delicious. John Stamos would like several. Oh, dear. Yeah, I know. Talk about that later, I guess. Dear, oh, dear. He's obviously still recovering from losing the nude blue woman. The nude blue woman from the X-Men. That it's was his true, because you've gone nude blue woman X-Men Yeah, carry Ann at 9am. <laughs> Good hard look at yourself then, wouldn't you? I don't think he's marrying her. Or maybe he did. No. He wouldn't remember. Lavender. We'll get to... you saying it's a lavender marriage? Yeah, I'm willing to say any marriage is lavender. We love a lavender marriage mm. on this show. Favourite. You know, like a fake show business marriage. Yeah. That's what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. It's an interesting case, though, isn't it? When you've got Jodie Sweeten and had a crystal meth addiction, uh, you've got uh, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, of course, mm. all kinds of trouble, and you look like the bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Because you were up drunk on Australian TV. <laughs> so true. It's very hard to look bad next to those guys. Mm. Is this the DVD corner? Well, it would be if we stopped talking Stamos. Mm. Now, yesterday uh, we mentioned that All Saints Series 7 is... Uh, no, no, Series... Five is coming out. Yeah, on seven, but ridiculous. I know, sorry, 
Insanity. <laughs> Series 5 is coming out on DVD on July 7th. Mm. Taylor's written that into TV Week. A lot mm. of emails saying, uh, surely you're lying, Ed, this can't be true. It is true, I've checked. AJ has emailed in, and I've had a look at the DVD and yes. tone. It said there's no special features. It's not true. Have a listen to these amazing special features on the All Saints DVD. All right, hit us. There are some hilarious surgery outtakes, such as Where's My Watch? And it looked like a pancreas. There's a director's commentary there (laughs) where the director just pleads for forgiveness for a whole episode. (laughs) And a very special animated menu screen where John Howard experiments with a risky second facial expression. (laughs) So there's plenty in there. You know, you're talking like somebody who's seen an episode of All Saints. <laughs> I have. Really? I have. Yeah, because there's a guy in there called Mark Priestley who does a great job. Okay. He's very funny. What about our buddy uh, Josh Lawson? Oh. He's coming out in that uh, sea petrol. You mean Sheffo? Sheffo. Now, that's the thing. When he came in here, it was very cagey because we're going, okay, you're in sea petrol. You're the cook. <laughs> On the, and he's going, don't, leave me alone. No, Stephen Seagal, under siege jokes. Mm-hmm. And he kept veering us away. Right, yeah. And I said to him one point, so what's your character called? Mm. And he just totally... He just changed the subject. I just think, what's over there? Yeah. Then he was gone. Out he of threw the down a smoke pack, puff of smoke. We turned around, he was gone. And what is the name of his character? Chef-O. Chef-O. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he's been named by uh, Travis? Or well, maybe. What's going on with Travis? They, he's the pet. He's the pet in the Big Brother house. Right. Uh, now something's happened or another. It's going a bit Guantanamo. Yeah. Isn't well, it? this is this isn't. And I love the direction. I love the direction it's going in. It's gone all Guantanamo yeah. here on the banana. <laughs> but so he's the pet. But I think if we're going to be mean, let's do it properly. Yeah. Get them all in mud bath. Oh, thanks for the mud bath, Big Brother over the loudspeaker, housemates. That was feces. <laughs> You could have to join Galen's entourage as punishment and just wander Melbourne streets endlessly looking for a job. It's it's bizarre what's going on in there. Somebody told me they had a police car. Really? Like in the yard. Really? And is this right, Nikki? I mean, I know it was late at night, but I did see something like that, didn't I? <laughs> you, did, you did, you did. They're and on stakeout. They're on stakeout. <laughs> So, so Travis and someone else are in a police car parked in the yard of Big Brother. People who watch Big Brother will be listening to this going, yeah, well, that's normal. Yeah, entertainment. What's your, what's your point? And I think it just turned into a farting competition. Ah, you can't, there you're we sitting go. in a police they car. They can turn anything into a farting competition. <laughs> get, get some of those New Zealand drunks. Send them in there. There's your intruders. Yeah, come. Send that guy. You're racist. You're racist. You're racist. How come? Send that guy in. Look, the worst punishment that they could possibly get is to be... I love the idea that each day they're forced to watch yesterday's episode. (laughs) (laughs) There's your punishment. That'll hurt. All right, I think we're out of the blocks here at Get This. Yeah. Want to sizzle something, Tone? Please do it. New segment coming up next. New segment coming up, Mm. but first, the music of Keith Urban. Oh, here on Triple M. Is that what we're going to hear? You've got to do it, Rich. <laughs> no, you, uh, well, I can't believe I'm sitting here today, yeah. This chick and picking on my banjo, big smile on my face. Yeah, I preferred Ed Cavalier's version. <laughs> no reason for that. That's Lincoln Park here at Get This, What I've Done. Get this on Triple M, where yesterday we learnt that... People want ducks. Now, that was Silo, one of our callers, claiming people want ducks. He delivers them. Silo, the duck delivery man, mm. uh, and he said it very, you know, sort of nonchalantly. Yes. Which makes me think that he's some kind of poultry-based Father Christmas. <laughs> shows up to your house. <laughs> ducks in tow. It's very hard to argue with, though. Yeah. When, when someone says people want ducks, how can you disagree with yeah, that? Well, I... 
Okay, Silo, I'm willing to go with that. And we were so intimidated, we went, oh, we better not say anything. This is obviously something everyone knows. Yeah, what if he came around and threw ducks at us? <laughs> we're obviously just out of the loop here. <laughs> but, uh, you know, when the callers... Uh... Silo's here again. Is he... It's ducks, isn't it? <laughs> we're not... Pretend we're not home. But all the quacking inside from the other ducks he's brought... <laughs> they, know... they know that we're in here. Bang, bang. Got your ducks. We don't want any more ducks, Silo. We can't move for ducks. The quacking's keeping me up all night. The pond is full, my friend. One Silo and his mate's kid on the phone, it turns into... One bizarre bruise. Oh, come Come to Silo's house, holding a loaf of bread. It's a flurry of activity. All right. Are the ducks on the pond? Is there a pond? Is rain occurring in parts of Australia? Fantastic. Channel 9 stunt to promote sea patrol. Is that what it is? How does Chef O feel about that? Pretty good O. But, uh, you know, let's not go mad. I must admit there was rain... <laughs> So I uh, celebrated with uh, my first full flush for two thousand Oh, how was it? Yeah, I felt very wrong. Really? Very wrong. So and naughty. Then I went and put on uh, my recording of a sprinkler, which, oh, you know, can't use the real sprinkler, but it's fun to just listen and there, imagine. There are kids in Speedos running at the speakers. <laughs> <laughs> now, this leads us to something we've been getting requests for all year because uh, there are certain skits and spoofs that we can't... <laughs> Jake's. <laughs> Japes? What's a Jake? Crazy make em ups. I don't know what a Jake is. Jakes and larks? Japery. We indulge in japery on the 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 word is jape. Okay, well, we'll see. You're thinking of the two japes. Sorry. Back (laughs) in the video shop. Too obscure. What about those Nick Kershaw jokes last year? Yeah. I think we're all over it now. I'm over it. We've moved on to Howard Jones. Mm. Nonetheless, because of uh, music copyright issues, we've been unable to uh, put that Nick Kershaw in the Outback sketch on Mm. any of our podcasts. Absolutely right, Tone. A lot of people calling for it, so is it time for a replay? This was last year. When the drought was really going. Yeah, I think it was, mate. Was it J-Prol 06? I think it might have been. (laughs) 2006. We haven't Please. played it for a long oh, time. It feels so dirty. <laughs> <laughs> this will help. Uh, and you came up with a brilliant idea, Ed, which was Nick Kershaw on the back of a flatbed truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just send him round to drought-stricken communities to just take people's mind off it. Yeah. And it worked a treat. So, when was the last time any of you saw a decent rain on any of these crops? Please, please, one at a time, you, sir. Oh, look, in the last two years, we'll be lucky to see more than... Hang on. Can you hear that? What is... Oh, my God, it's a flatbed truck. And on the back, is that a man in pirate pants playing three synthesizers at once? Excuse me, who are you? Ladies and gentlemen, that man up there playing those free synthesizers simultaneously has the answer to your problems. Nick, give him a chase. See that? It sounds like a guitar. That is a synthesizer as well. Uh, please, impressive synthesizer solos are all very well, That's but uh, who is that? Do you mean you don't know? <laughs> I'm sure these fine gentlemen know who he is. Allow me to explain. There's a man with three synthesizers strapped to a truck And he drives around the outback bringing farmers luck He's a frontline combatant in the fight against drought With his drums so hexagonal and sultry pout I think you've guessed that's right, it's Nick Kershaw Take it away, Nick I've got two strong arms He has 
I mean, Mr. Kershaw's obvious keyboard dexterity aside, what does he really know about the problems here on the land, Nick? I think this should convince you of Mr. Kershaw's ecological credentials. So you see, I think we have a fairly good grasp of the situation, everybody. Mr. Kershaw's sunny synth-pop optimism is of very little use to families facing bankruptcy. I mean, Nick, putting your extraordinary synthesizer mastery aside for a tick, I mean, do you have any idea what it's like out here? Uh, hang on a sec. No, if it, no, let him speak. We've got a pretty hard out here, Kershaw. What do you say to that? Mr. Kershaw, please, despite your obvious skills on more than one keyboard simultaneously, what exactly are you proposing here? What Nick is saying is leave it. Leave all this and move into, say, new romantic style synthesized entertainment. We can't leave all this. I don't know. What do you reckon, lads? He's got a point. His eyeliner is quite convincing. Yeah. Okay. I guess we can give it a crack. Everybody. Wouldn't it be good to be Nick Kershaw? Living off the synth and not the land. Let's all move to town and start a synthesizer band. Those were the days back in 2006. Uh, <laughs> Here we get this. Hey, that brand new segment, Ed was sizzling up. Yeah. Oh, it's coming probably next. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Is this? I got my first real six string. Bought it at the five and done. Oh, that's Brian Adams. Mm. Uh, some Sorry, that dates back to our, our very first show. That song always sets off the dog. I've got a uh, story about a dog doing that, if you'd like. Yes, okay, why not? Uh, I was at a football match over the uh, last weekend. Mm. It's like a community football match. It was amazing. Thousands and thousands of people there right. during the third quarter. <laughs> okay. Someone's dog just wandered onto the field, relieved itself, and yeah, then wandered sure. off. And over the loudspeaker, 
Um, yeah. Whosoever dog that was that just took a dump near the golf square, could they please come and pick it up? <laughs> and the guy, rather than slinking on and sort of picking it up quietly and wandering off, uh, gave it some. The crowd cheered him on. Fantastic. He picked it up with a bag and then, in probably the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life, picked it up in a bag and then faked throwing it at the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> people, people ducking for cover. And then he took some more applause and wandered off. Wow. Did they give him the wave? No, no, no. He got a bit of sort of uh, mm. people lifting UDL cans and then such, oh, yeah, which is also a fitting tribute. I'll call that a sports report Yeah, <laughs> on today's show. I'm looking for crime stories. What's happened, Tony? Uh, well, Tony Mockbell, no further news there. Ding, ding. He's still staying one step ahead of him. That's good. But Zara Gard Wilson, mm. uh, of course, um, the controversial lawyer who denies police allegations she had an on-off love affair with uh, Mr Mockbell. Mm. Look at this headline. Yesterday, because mm. she's having trouble uh, retaining her solicitor's license. Oh, well, Gangland lawyer out in the cold. Okay. Well, that'll be good because her breasts will look better. So. Oh, oh come on! Oh, please. <laughs> that is really not. Sort of talk doesn't belong on this program. Who, that, who was that? Oh. Oh. Looking here, and it, it says that Ed Cavley mm. has a brand new segment mm. now. He often says he has a brand new segment, and a core reason the Australian don't believe him is they've heard him say these things time and time and time again. And guess what? Time's up. So what have you got Okay, here? listen, if Mr Rudd wants to be hairy-chested <laughs> about whether or not it's his favourite thing. Yeah. Hairy-chested? He, he yeah. likes a lot of mm. cute talk too. He, what? They're getting cute. A lot of cute oh, talk. Really? Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting cute. But is Little he right? bonnet with a lollipop <laughs> as he announces things. That's a good look. <laughs> if Johnny Howard wants to... Get a bonnet on with a lollipop and just get into a little pram. Like the baby in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Brilliant. Maybe with a cigar. That's good. We'll have him on the show. Yeah. Because we're having no politicians on this Unless show. Unless they're in bonnets. <laughs> okay. New segment called... When Restaurants Go Mad. <laughs> restaurants? Yeah. Michael Deke has emailed in and said that he used to live in a suburb uh, in Victoria and on the Western Highway there was a mixture of Chinese-Italian food called Chinatalia. Really? Yeah. He said it was baffling. Because we've talked about this a bit when, uh, you know, various nations combine <laughs> yeah, in yeah. one restaurant. So I wouldn't think those two... No. Sweet and sour sort well, of well, linguine. Well, no, there's the Chinese-Italian crossover with the risotto. Oh, look at this. Look what he's done with the gongji. The Ooh. rice and also the spaghetti and the noodles. Apparently, some was it Marco Polo or... Nikki? Oh, Columbus. <laughs> Nikki, you're you know, our Marco just, Polo expert. Just, you know, with this, I know how Rich knows all this. How? He did all that research when he was auditioning for Chefo on Secret yeah. Trop. Yeah. yeah, I really do some good back work. I thought he uh, saw it all on Carry On Columbus. <laughs> all right. Then this and this one. You think that's crazy? That is crazy. Well, oh, that's pretty... Oh, not really. Thanks, Rich, giving us somewhere to go. Have a listen to this. If this isn't crazy... Uh, and in another restaurant, there was a mixture of Maltese, Italian, and a Thai restaurant. What was that called? Well, he doesn't know. He can't remember. <laughs> Maltese, Thai, and Italian. Mm. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Yeah. What are you writing down? I'm writing down uh, for Richard to run the win restaurants attack <laughs> uh, thing again at the end. And, yeah. I, and of course, I can never spell restaurant. So what, do you, what have you got there? Uh, rest, how rant. No, that's actually right, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Restaurant is one of those misleading words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That's I, the end of the segment, Rich. Give oh, it a hit. Great. When restaurants <laughs> go mad. Sorry. Did, did I open up a can of Indian Muncher when I said that... Um, <laughs> There was a Chinese-Italian crossover. Did what I really? What did you just say? <laughs> Think about what you just said. 
What's it called? The uh, <laughs> thinking of the Indian Snatcher. Indian Snatcher. <laughs> Which is, of course, a brand of Heinz mean there beans. Go. Richard Marlin's Indian Muncher. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. Well, it's a restaurant thing. Uh-huh. That's okay, Rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going to have to go to some ads, yeah. Yeah. and then the listeners will bail us out. Get this. Hands up who's lucky. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. It's Get This Around the Nation on Triple M, where if you've just tuned in, you missed Richard Marsland saying these words. Did I open up a can of Indian Muncher? Indian muncher. He meant to say Indian snatcher. Indian snatcher. Much less offensive because, of course, it's a flavour of beans from Heinz. Yeah. How are they selling? How Brett they... Lee's brought out a single, a Bollywood single. Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe this is yours, Rich. <laughs> Indian muncher. Maybe you're getting ready. How's the... Oh, uh, I'm sure if I like The Indian snatcher, is it moving off the shelves? Do we know? Oh, I can't get, can't get a can. Mm. Mm. People are just not happy with the quality of snatcher. <laughs> Well, Richard's uh, very embarrassed, and um, he actually said to me off air, um, I'm not sure that I want to come in for tomorrow's show. No. I think I've soiled my coffee. No, book. come on, Rich. Listen, mate, I'll play some keyboard. Uh, you put together some words. Let's see if oh. we can sort this out. Yeah. Two, on, three, four. Is it okay if I don't make it? Oh, you've got to come in tomorrow, Rich. Come on. Okay. Is it okay if I don't come around? Oh, who's going to push buttons? Who's going to... Well, that is fading and the sun has gone down. Who's going to bring in Ed's Nights in White Satin? <laughs> bring it all back, bring it all back, bring it all back. Oh, you're listening to Triple M. It's Chet. Oh, they get this orchestra helping Jet out here at, uh, well, it's Triple M. Bring it on back. Uh, speaking of Get This, that's the name of the show, by the way. Uh-huh. Oh, we love a podcast. Do we? What? We love spending way too much time on them. Mm-hmm. That's our hobby. Matt Dow on the pots and pans. He just can't stop. Uh, he's gone pod mental. Has he? And today, oh, it went up yesterday, in fact. Podcast. <laughs> That's what is that? Podcast 96. Was that the Stones? Stones, yeah, 96 uh, Tears. Yeah. Uh, uh, suggested by a listener. Suggested by one of our listeners. Congratulations, uh, well done. We don't have their name here. That's very poor. Mm. Okay. Let's call them Jimmy. Let's call them. <laughs> okay, Jimmy it is. Thank you, Jimmy. <laughs> but, you know, Jimmy's idea, I think, is preferable <laughs> to Mr. Marson's idea for a, a 96 song. What did you have? Something like this. <laughs> so, you know what that was? No. He's reversed 69 from The Summer of 69 by uh, Brian Adams. Yeah, no. Almost works. Doesn't, yeah, almost. doesn't set the dog off. <laughs> That's something. Hey, let's have uh, a fine uh, new mash from uh, MC Matt Dow. What's he come with, with today for Talk Back Mountain? Serenading Ricky M on the buttons. Those, yeah. uh, Ricky Matt. Mm. Those goats are going to win Australian <laughs> Idol. Brilliant. They're going to go close. I love the goats. I live in a street with a goat. Yeah, y- you do across mm. the road. Mm. How's it going? I haven't seen. It. I think it gets a bit cold for the goat. Mm. He goes inside, puts some slippers on. Mm. Hey, mm. friends with a cat. Do you find yourself using the phrase "get your goat" a lot more around the house? Yeah. I've never understood that. Mm. No. Obviously, there was a period in history where. Somebody got their goat. What, as a punishment? I don't know. What does it mean, get your goat? Let's throw sure. it out to the listeners. Uh, all right, Jimmy, email in. Because all right. 
<laughs> Jimmy. Because yesterday, man, did they come good with the uh, definitions for Mit Volum Einsatz. Yeah, did they ever. German title for the film mm, Bad Eggs. With full force. <laughs> That's right, with full force. Somebody claimed it was all out. No, no, no. Somewhere here I've got a Tony little... Martin is... Co- <laughs> I've never seen more frantic... Oh, Shuffling from Tony. Oh, look at that. There's a copy so, of the Adelaide Advertiser. So no, that's not what we want. Obscene emails. Mm. With full commitment. Ah, that makes sense. With full recourse. Oh, no, that would be mid volum Rockriftstrecht. Oh, that's good too. That. You can put your neck out saying that. Don't attempt <laughs> that one. With full recourse. So, talk back now. What are we talking about? Bill Heffernan. You know Bill Heffernan? Mm. Uh, he's the gentle old soul of federal <laughs> politics, is he? Yeah, he's sort of, um, I don't know, he's like if if, if um, John Howard were Tony Soprano, I know it's a stretch. Okay. Heff. In the bonnet? <laughs> hopefully in the bonnet. <laughs> Heff is kind of like Paulie Walnuts. Oh, okay. He's the attack. He's the muscle. Well, he's like the attack dog, I guess, is Tony okay, okay, Abbott. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Tony Abbott's the one that's sort of... Uh, he's nipping at your heels the whole time, you know? You've got to put the hose on him. But Heff's more like the crazy guy. You don't know what he's going to do. Oh, next. yeah, okay. And like talk- Rowdy Roddy Piper. That's who yep. he is. Mm. Known for his pursuit of High Court Judge uh, Michael Kirby. Didn't that go well? Uh, he basically mm. accused him of uh, picking up male prostitutes. Mm. And then, of course, he said that uh, Julia Gillard was mm. unfit for leadership because she was barren. Mm. Senator Heffernan admits using eccentric methods to bamboozle his opponents. And this is his quote. Can't a bloke have any fun anymore? Nope. <laughs> just accusing a bloke of cruising for prostitutes and saying someone's barren. It's all just a laugh. It's a nanny state. <laughs> <laughs> but then- done himself. Here's a quote from uh, Barnaby Joyce. No? This is Barnaby Joyce, isn't this? The other day, Heff rang one of his constituents and for the first 20 minutes of the conversation said he was me, Barnaby Joyce. <laughs> he was full of questions about himself. So this is Heff pretending to be Barnaby Joyce, calling up someone in his electorate Goodness. and saying, hey, what do you reckon about Bill Heffernan? See a good bloke? He's all right. He's just having a bit of fun, isn't he? Senator Heffernan admits to making the call. So that's, I guess, a gotcha call. Got him. (laughs) Got him a beauty. Yeah. He's very into the spirit of the gotcha. So, this is what we're talking about, Tone. Call us up. Mm. Give us a gotcha. I love it. Because we don't really go in for the gotcha calls. What do we know about gotcha calls? Well, I always side with the victim when I'm listening to them. (laughs) So do I. (laughs) So we're thinking bad accents. Yeah. uh, Outrageous things that have that are happening at the moment to your house if you're out at work yeah. or to your car if you're not in your car. Mm. Excellent. Crazy premises. That's what we want. <laughs> Crazy premises. Because remember, we are pretty gullible in here. Yeah, great. People call up and say anything about sports and we believe them. Absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. So give us a gotcha call. There's prizes. Oh, there's a prize. Yes, dear listener. I've left them downstairs, but there's DVDs on offer. You'll probably like to watch them. Call us up. Oh, and a legal download for everybody. A copy le- of our album. The Rare. There's only about 41 copies. Yes, yeah, still to go. Of the limited edition Get This Album, a legal download. Mm-hmm. Call us up. Give us a gotcha call. Bung on an accent. Oh. Go mental. <laughs> please. Oh, please. <laughs> More accents, the better. <laughs> One triple three five three. That would be all-star. I'm assuming, of course it would. Yes, so I just want to say Shrek every time I hear that mm. song. Let's get this around the nation on Triple M because Senator Bill Heffernan, we were describing him as Paulie Walnuts. Yeah. No, I reckon Tony Abbott is Paulie Walnuts. I think uh, Heffernan's more like one of the crazy guys. One of the unhinged guys like Richie April. Yeah, or the bloke who uh, had his head in a bowling ball bag. That would be, well, I mean, for people who haven't watched the series, but it would be uh, Ralphie. 
Oh, yeah. Joey Pants. We've got to come up with the full Sopranos cast list (laughs) for the Howard Front Bench (laughs) at some point. But he's been doing gotcha calls, says Hef. He has, and have been killing. On taxpayer coin. He wants to know what uh, people think of Bill Heffernan. I wish he'd give me a call. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Love to have a chat. I'll accept the charges. But uh, (laughs) we're saying today, why not gotcha us? Okay. We're easily fooled. Who's on the line? Hello, caller. You're on the line. Hello there. Is that uh, Mr. Martin? Uh, Yes, it is. Mr. Martin, uh, Adam here from the City Council. How are you, sir? Good. What's happened? Well, mate, I'm just not sure if you understand, but uh, we actually monitor the excrement levels that come out of individual suburbs in the city. Oh, right. What's happened? And uh, we've actually been seeing a lot of excrement coming from your suburb. (laughs) Is that right? Yeah, so what we're trying to do is we're we're just asking uh, communities within the suburb and people just to... uh, just to restrict their, their flushing activities uh, oh, okay. at the moment so, in the business. So it'd be best if I didn't flush the toilet at all? Well, yes, what we're trying... We, we've got a saying here at the council, you flush more than once, you're a dunce. Oh, yeah, OK. Well, I wasn't aware of that. OK, I'll take note of that. I will yes. therefore uh, continue taking the excrement into work and putting it out on the airwaves. I think <laughs> a beautiful call. Well done, sir. What are you... T- sir, is that one of our calls? Is that you, Adam? <laughs> oh, he got us. Oh, oh he got us. Got you got you got us. Give him a prize. He got us. Illegal downloads for you, sir. Well done. Mate, I've, I've wanted one of them for ages. Well, you're in now. You're in. <laughs> and breakfast radio shift for you in Adelaide. All right. Uh, <laughs> hello, Matt. How are you? Hello. Uh-oh. Who's that? Yeah, it's, it's actually Brody here. Oh, hello, Brody. How are you? I'm okay, mate. Yeah, I just thought I'd give you guys a ring and say g'day. Um, I've actually been hearing myself on your show quite a few times in the last few weeks. What do you mean? Oh, are you one of the blokes off Police 107? I sure am. You, which one? Um, I'm not too sure. I've just moved over from New Zealand <laughs> and um, I don't have PTV. I just recognise my voice. Yeah, are you drunk at the moment? I am drunk at the moment. I'm actually driving a truck working on the Gold Coast. Are, but, you, um, are you driving the truck in a wheelie bin at all? I sure am, actually. Try not to fall over it. <laughs> Just to repeat after me, how come? How come? That's that guy. Wow. It's the guy. Or is, is it? Is that really a Kiwi guy or... Uh, could be. Do I have to give it away? Or do yeah, I time to, to give it away. It's time to give it uh, away. I gotcha. Oh, there you go. That's a beauty. A legal download for that, man. A legal download. Are you actually uh, from across the Tasman, though? No, no. Oh, that was that pretty good. That, that was good. Very... I'm, from, I'm from Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> What's the flavour of Heinz bean for Mexico, Mr. Mars? Oh, I'm confused. Is it the Mexican balloon? <laughs> Is that right? I don't trying know. to think of the big brother Close. thing. Uh, that doesn't sound racist enough for you, Richard. Gra- <laughs> Congratulations, Matt. A legal download for you. Who's uh, going to have a crack next? Hello, caller. You're on the air. Yeah, hi, um, Tony. Yes. Yes, my name's David, mate. I've ringed you guys before. Yeah. Um, I ring people and I um, play prank calls and by doing Indian accents, like ring up for hair appointments, ring all my family and their businesses and everything else. Mm. Now, is this a gotcha call? Does this mean that you don't really do that? <laughs> I'm very confused. Um, well, it's all depending on who you're wanting to be talking oh, to. Hang on, put that other bloke on. What's, hang on, there's an Indian person on <laughs> the line. Someone's grabbed the phone. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, he came back, the other bloke came oh, back, goodness. but the Indian man is still here as well. Oh, goodness, what's going oh, on? I'm very confused, yeah, yeah. but I think this man needs... A legal download yes! for you, sir. Well, well done. Yes. And well a can done. of, is it muncher or snatcher? Wow, well, who knows? I'll oh, we'll have snatcher. Hang <laughs> on, <laughs> the New Zealanders back. We've been double gotcha'd. <laughs> Thank you, David. Lovely to talk to you. Finally, Jeremy, how are you? Yeah, good, boys. How are you? What's going on? Oh, just uh, just getting around. But, um, yeah, on your topic, uh, I, was, 
I, was, I used to man a technical hotline for a company that I worked for. And, yes. Uh, I had one of my colleagues pass on a number to me, and he said, can you give this person a call? They've got some questions I need answer. Yeah. Anyway, I rang it, and I, uh, it turned out it was a Parramatta prostitute. There you go. Oh, fantastic. And uh, it was, they... uh, fortunate it was her, her voicemail, and I got a full, full list of her services and uh, prices. Right, and so how was she in the end? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I live in Melbourne. All <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Oh, dad. Uh-huh. Not that well in doubt. Uh-huh. Well, that doesn't stop people. I mean, you could always just go go and get your car washed. There you go. Oh, yeah, down the kittens. Well, I go. guess that's not a gotcha call, but it's uh, a beautifully related one. I so, like if we got a, can- a legal download for you and a can of snatcher. Well done, sir. Beautiful. Thanks to everyone who called up and got into the spirit of it. Wonderful. I'm very confused. Uh, you know what? The only my only problem was I wasn't as high on uh, Indian and uh, <laughs> Chinese accents as I'd hoped. Everyone, go away. Work on it. <laughs> We'll do it again soon. All right. Uh, we're lovely gonna, work, everyone. In the next hour, we're going to get an actual radio professional. A real one. Someone from an actual program. Mm-hmm. Yes, from our Brisbane office. We're going to find out what's going on. You might have seen it on Spicks and Specs. It's not just all nude car washes up north. Really? We'll find out when we meet George McEncroft. Get this. A surgical miracle. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. Cause I can if I don't because I wanna What about that Nissan Navara? It's a hell of a 4x4 with increased pulling power. Mm. Right. It's dragged somebody into the studio. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was on my way home. <laughs> it's George McEncroe. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Brisbane office. Yes. Uh, oh, now is there rain in Brisbane this yes, week? There is. Rain and cold and a fair bit of grizzling. Grizzling. You're in a drought, you get some rain. What do people do? Complain about complain about the rain. Are people going mad like we were at our place and just uh, indulging in the odd full flush? Oh, (laughs) goodness. (laughs) Tree yourself, go on. Halcyon days. I think some of these toilets now you actually can't even if you try. You're all stuck on half I've, flush. Uh, I've been somewhere where it was half flush or nothing. Mm. Yeah, that's, mm. that's very troubling. Mm. There's the thing you can buy. It's like a little uh, nut mm. that you just whop in the cistern somewhere mm. and stops it from being a full flush. We talk about cisterns a lot <laughs> on this show. It's, but that's qu- it's quite... I've developed my technique. We know, Tony. Hand of a master safecracker. <laughs> you can make a full flush toilet into a half flush with very careful finger work. It's yeah. going to be great mm. when he does it. Too. Yeah. Okay, is that the last time? Tony Martin moves into plumbing. Who'd have thought? I think he's Tony, Tony, you're doing it at the start of the AFL Grand Final, are you not? Yeah, I'm just coming out and demonstrating and now, that. Tony Martin. <laughs> Move on, Farnsey. <laughs> Julie the... Anthony, off you go. Come back with an invention. <laughs> hey, uh, there's lots more going on up north. Oh, there is. We're going to get to it all in this hour of Get This. Hunters and collectors here at Get This on Triple M around the nation. Do you see what I see? Yes, it's George McEncroe. You've seen her on Specs and Specs or heard her, if you're a Queensland listener, on The Cage in Brisbane. Every morning. Or you might have even seen me on the Today Show. I don't, I don't want to build oh. myself up too much. But you might have been under the impression that the only national show I did, and I just want to bring you down a few people. Okay, now listen, you've been up close. The yeah. silicon uh, fake skin that they're putting over the robot that is Carl Stefanovic. Yeah. How He's realistic. a very nice man. Oh, don't say it. Now it makes me sound bad. Yeah, no, that's what I said it for. Is that really? Yeah, no. He's a good stick. 
Yeah. What about it? What's a good stick? I don't know. It just means he didn't say anything mean to me or punch me in the arm or anything. (laughs) So that qualifies. You're a good stick too, Ed. But (laughs) there's talk that uh, there's a robot boning on the way. I mean, there does seem to Uh, be uh, uh, the now that the Packers have gone. A robotic boning would be particularly (laughs) harsh. Of course, Carl claims he isn't a robot. Yes, I can confirm that we are human most of the time. Then right. what's all the beeps, homie? <laughs> I'm not convinced. Yeah. <laughs> homie. <laughs> hey, in the last day, I don't know if you heard, we were inviting our listeners to give us a gotcha call. Mm. Uh. And we got some beauties. That was great. What we forgot to do is, every time we copped it, we should have heard this. We've been gotcha! <laughs> <laughs> the party every morning. <laughs> <laughs> the bumpy dance music. <laughs> and the boing in there, Charlie. Have that queued up. We may need that again. Got your calls or not. Now, you get great call. Uh, I mean, I have to say, we mm. get great calls on this show. You sure do. A fair percentage of them come mm. from up north. I don't know what's going on up there. Because they're good storytellers in Queensland, I think you'll find. And they get, often it's only their one story of their life, but they tell it so well. Yeah, and, saving uh, it up. Yeah, you tap that rich vein of gold, mm. which we did this morning on this morning's show because I had a terrible story. We had a freakish incident of nature at our house. We had a pigeon fly through my daughter's bedroom window. <laughs> oh, yes. And just, you know, splattered itself against her bedroom wall. But we were all sitting there going, what the hell was that? And we went into her bedroom and there were just feathers and blood and she's not even into sacrilege yet. No, well, you know, she's only nine. Time. Hasn't even joined her first cult. So we thought this is very odd. And uh, we, we discovered th- this pigeon. So I did this story about, you know, when birds attack. When birds attack. And we got this call. I was on holidays at uh, Port Macquarie many years ago, playing with the kids on the beach as you do, building sandcastles. So we heard this absolutely blood-curdling scream from an old lady. She had been walking her um, chihuahua. And, uh, yeah, a pelican had swooped down <laughs> and swallowed this chihuahua <laughs> and was trying to fly away with this little old lady holding onto the lead and screaming, Help! 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 <laughs> You're having us oh, on, Wayne. That can't be true. That's a true story, yeah. How did the battle play itself out? Well, she just hung on, hung on, and eventually the pelican let go, and uh, their little chihuahuas come out, and all wet and shaking and hang on. And <laughs> Wouldn't you love to have seen the pelican take off with the old lady? She had a few decisions. <laughs> <laughs> she would have had to make some big decisions at that moment. There you go. That's the team from the Brisbane Cage. Hello yeah. to everyone up there. A pelican? A pelican. So what can you get? How big is the old uh, bill? We know its beak can hold more than its belly can. That's what we know about the pelican. That's about it. Couple of suitcases. How does it compare to, say, the boot of the Navara? (laughs) Oh, nice. Um, Sorry, there's no boot, I don't think, of the Navara. I haven't been round the back yet. I'm too intimidated. So how big an animal... Can a pelican get hold of? Yeah. Or kids? This is a good test. What if there's a kid, mm. like in a in a Lion King outfit, if mm. a little kid's wandering along in a leopard outfit, mm. could a pelican, you know, get a toddler? I think they could. Let's really? find out next. No. <laughs> Do you, because bird attacks, it, walking through parks is the big thing. Very frightening. Magpies, you're obvious, an t- enemy of the human. Well, I've mentioned uh, quite a few times, there's an old lady who walks through our park with a bike helmet on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I've still got to get round to doing that thing. Of, well, first I've got to get a bike. You've got a bike. I've got a bike, man. I've got to get a bike helmet, mm-hmm. get some springy wire and just mm. put two magpies on yeah. and drive through the park <laughs> top speed screaming <laughs> with them bouncing around pecking at my helmet. <laughs> Isn't that a good station promotion? It's a, it's a belter. Promotion. Would that get us into confidential oh, if I was to no. do that? Right, we have to. Isn't that rating well? Isn't that the new TV show? 
Oh, I was wondering what I needed in my life, and I, mm. I didn't realise that what I needed was the stories of New Weekly, the, the ones that aren't funny, read mm. out by a man with an interesting haircut on television. <laughs> <laughs> and now I've got it. Yeah, now you get it. You, you know, were thinking it was... I was reeling from the loss of the catch-up. Thankfully, <laughs> Confidential <laughs> stepped into the breach. I do miss the catch-up. I know you bag it. I miss it, and, you know... I, I do. I miss okay. it. I liked it. I needed it to keep me in touch with all the important gossip. Fair and enough. what did you learn? I mean, I just love, uh, I think I heard uh, Jackie O the other day say, and this was an exact quote, we all need to know the latest goss mm-hmm. on Paris Hilton in yep. prison. Is that yep. true? Has that theory been tested? I heard such a desperate clinging for trying to make a story yesterday on that new show, Good Morning, you know, with Larry Emder. Oh, and he was there, There was a, his Hollywood gossip person was saying to him, um, yes, there's been, there's, the, the big revelation is that there's been a van. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, a van. You got that delivering cupcakes okay. to Paris Hilton and we're yet to get to the bottom of what the cupcakes might mean. And I just wanted to start being in there del- asking for all sorts of stuff to be delivered and then find out that she's actually been building an aqueduct in there or something. <laughs> you know? Just go, Paris, what have you been up to? <laughs> Has that uh, interview with Larry King gone out yet? Do we know? Oh, the- I don't know. Last night, wasn't it? Oh, was it last night? It was a whole hour. Mm. I'm assuming there was just like uh, maybe minute and a half of actual question answering mm-hmm. and then probably the rest of it just probably yeah. just <laughs> a bit of that. not much. I mean... <laughs> It's hard to care. It's so hard to care. It is hard to care. Oh. But, uh, look, I think we're being uh, unfair on uh, drunken heiresses in general <laughs> on this program. It's no. not right. <laughs> Let's get back to big issues up north next on Get This at Triple M. Crowded House uh, Touring Australia. There's a new album out, Time on Earth. That was Don't Stop Now. Here at Get This on Triple M. George McEncroe from the Brisbane office is with us today. And uh, any issues you'd like to canvas? Yesterday on the show, mm. we were playing this sound a lot. Fake. Oh, the one from today tonight. <laughs> and uh, everyone likes to get into a bit of fakery. Yes. Have you done any of that? I have done some as recently as within the last 24 hours. Wow. Mm. Because I can't be, and I hope I'm not alone in this, Uppity tradesmen who oh, like yes. to give you the yeah. <laughs> little lady. Don't tell me you. Oh, you didn't. Oh, you wouldn't believe what people do. And then you have to sit there and just be belittled. So he'd had about four goes at me, and then he said, "You didn't actually try and hold that on." It was on the washing machine. Yeah. And I and I I I lied and said, "No, no, no, no. I don't know how that happened. It was so obvious what I'd done. Tried to tape this thing to the other thing to keep it together just to finish the local <laughs> oh, washing. Old, that old trick." And he just looked at me like you're lying. And I thought, "Oh, tradesmen, they must get so many people who just yeah. fib." But don't you hate being talked down to by mechanics yeah. and people go, oh, you're an idiot. When people come to my house, uh, I like to count down the uh, seconds till the word cowboys is used. Because oh. apparently oh. Uh, my house has been constructed in the Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> Every aspect of it is, oh, you've had cowboys through here. What yeah, cowboys yeah, yeah, yeah. responsible for this? Yeah, I love it. I bought a house that was sinking into the ground in the early 90s. And yeah. It's uh, been restumped several times this week. And, uh, <laughs> all by cowboys, apparently. You can get it restumped on Monday and get yeah. some new restumpers through on Tuesday. I go, what cowboys did this? Yeah, and then you want to go, which one would you recommend? And then say, oh, yeah, no, I had them do it. You know, you just, <laughs> it's too late, though, because no matter which answer you give, you're the idiot and they're the expert. I can't stand Tell me, it. is a tradesman in chaps a cowboy? Or... <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the thing about, the great thing about the tradesman is he can just say any amount of money. Yeah, I know. And you assume that that's normal. Yeah, so you're stupid and you're about to be done over. <laughs> it's not a nice feeling. I hate it when uh, people, I had a bed delivered a little while ago mm. and when, you know, the two blokes show up carrying the bed, you want, I want to help. I don't, I don't want them yeah. just to think yes. I'm like, 
Yeah. The master. Like uppity. a punsy radio yeah. host who can't lift anything except well, a fork. Yeah, it She'll put down the cigarette true. in the cigarette holder, though, when they come. <laughs> <laughs> get out of your yes, slippers. The cravat. No cravat. <laughs> and get out of the chair that they're carrying would also be a good idea. Gentlemen, I'll be with you when I finish this chapter. Have you read Salinger? <laughs> I didn't I, think so. I thought not. <laughs> wow, fakery. Can we hear that sound again? Fake. Honestly, we didn't get to this yesterday, but uh, faking stuff up. We used to do a great fakery at school which was because we had to do Shakespeare. Did you guys do Shakespeare yep. at school? Mm, no. Yep. And the idea was we like to try and sneak a line into the play that sounded like Shakespeare, ah. but clearly wasn't when you thought about it. Yeah. And my favourite one to sneak in, I always insisted this was actual Shakespearean dialogue, was waketh, waketh, hand off snaketh. <laughs> <laughs> Managed to get that one into Hamlet. And Twelfth Night, I think. You stole that from Kez and put it in, in Shakespeare. That's crossing the Year 10 curriculum into the Year 11. That that doesn't work. You can't do that. Wow. Don't you like this? Um, you know, Eric Banner was poiter. Mm. And yeah. one of his catchphrases was, wakey, wakey, hand off snakey. Mm. Ah. And now Chopper Reed is doing that very line Whoa. in an Anne for a hardware shop. Have you noticed that? Yeah, right. <laughs> so technically Chopper is ripping off Eric Banner's gear. <laughs> How does that happen? I'm full circle. Sorry, that was just a joke. Because obviously he's not. No, no, no. Chopper no. doesn't rip anyone. All original. <laughs> no, he just rips himself off, <laughs> so to speak. Well, how does that come into a hardware ad anyway? Oh, look, am I, I'm not wrong. This isn't just me dreaming no. again. Chopper is... Yeah, I know the company, but it's about, um, you know, I don't think they actually say they've got the tools for the job. Oh, okay. Whatever job it might need. Uh. I'm not exactly sure the angle that they took. Wow. I think maybe that's the, uh, that's the inference. I'm terribly confused now. I'm really worried, Rich. What's the inference? Don't make him say it on radio. Yeah. Oh, is it filth? He's still ashamed. Okay. Oh, it's filthy. Yeah, uh-huh. we're back on his sex program. So uh-huh. maybe we've got to get all of the hardware <laughs> and representatives together. So you'd have Chopper Reed, mm-hmm. you'd have Greg Fleet, who's the home hardware dog. Absolutely right. Does the carpet court jester count? He could be in there. <laughs> is he all right? And right. then uh, isn't it Jane Allsop's husband, who's the oh, Mitre yeah. 10 bloke? Mitre mm-hmm. 10, like stubby hunk dude. Just get them all really? together. Yeah, yeah, it's a good idea. Cage match. Fleety oh. in the Plasticine Dog costume <laughs> V Chopper Reed Jade Allsop's husband And you're saying Chuck in the Carpet Court Jester yeah. And the G Money Genie as well Winner takes home A spirit level What, what about the Flight Centre Pilot Oh <laughs> He'd do well The Melbourne Giant He could be in there The Flight Centre Pirate A Pirate No the Flight Centre Pilot Is the most respectable Of them all When he yeah. doffs his cap To the bargain <laughs> so I'm like That is, that is cheap Fair, fair to Bali Morning Captain Absolutely right um, Alright we're back On safe ground here uh, Hey we're going to get The listeners involved We'd love Please. to do that here. We've got listeners too, you know. Let's meet some of them next on Get This. Unforgettable Fire. That's you too. Here at Get This on Triple M. George McEncroe from mm. up north is with us. Thank you, Tony Martin. Did you see that footage of John Stamos? Now, John Stamos, to me, always the poor man's Richard Greco. <laughs> <laughs> Out here promoting, I don't know what, something. ER. Yeah. Oh, ER. Yeah. Isn't that finished? No? It never finishes. Sorry. It never, ever, ever stops. I'm confusing my hospital dramas, but he was out here and uh, disgraced himself uh, in a number of forums, uh, mainly the, the Carrie Ann show. Did you see that, George? Yes, and I've decided that Carrie Ann is a vicious, vicious lady who tries <laughs> to undo otherwise good men. Look like what she's had them doing. I like where this is going. Ruining careers <laughs> yep. left, right, and centre. Spiking she, drinks before they go on. She, she looks all nice and fluffy, but oh, I don't trust her. I um, say fluffy. You don't think? Kind of craggy. <laughs> now, don't be mean to her just because you're young. It'll happen to you one day. You'll be craggy in no time. You'll be we'll Botoxed be within an inch of your life. You know it. Edward Craggily. <laughs> okay. It'll uh, happen. So now what? He was uh, slurring? He drunk? was slurring. He actually sounded not so much pissed, but 
like he was coming out of a general anaesthetic. He was uh-huh. very thick, thick speech. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. he had trouble over something about the ABC family. That really tripped him up. He was, he was off his dial, and no matter what you... Was he? Because oh, I love it when they're not just drunk, but getting out of their seat. Yeah, yeah, trying oh, yeah. To oh, love that. That's always the best. <laughs> trying to leave. Oliver moving Reed. Props, moving around with props. <laughs> insulting Carrie Ann. Really? Apparently, uh, he said something. I didn't actually hear what he said about her outfit, but it was. Did you do you see it, Nikki? No. Nah. No. Yeah, yeah. I saw him also invite her over to sit next to him so yeah. he can sort of snuggle up. Yeah. With yeah. Oh, <laughs> see, she is snuggly. You yeah. just don't know so it. So, is there any prop work, like lewd oh, prop yeah. work? Yeah. yeah, yeah, really. With a skull, there was apparently. a see-through uh, head on the set. Mm. Then he, what happened to that? Uh, became his appendage. <laughs> he, he put it on his shoulder. He became like a two-headed John Stamos. It was actually really good. It okay. was really funny. So yeah. is this a new direction for ER? Is this where they've ended up? Because I'll mum in if this is where it's set. But he had the look. He looked like a sand coma, like a beach coma guy, because he was wearing the Converse All Stars with no socks. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and the short pants. Maybe ER's taken a storm boy turn that we should know about. <laughs> Long jumpers and no shoes. Imagine if storm boy, if uh, the pelican had eaten the small child and ran away. Sorry, going back to your call. What a movie. Uh, okay, so he's been turfed out of the country, essentially. Mm. Out to mm. go, Stamo. Do you think this is some sort of reaction he's had to uh, the blue nude woman from X-Men leaving him? Do you think that's, that's what, it what it is? Oh, it could do it to you. Yeah. There's nowhere to go from that. That's the problem. Mm. If you get to that level and you're with like a, like a lady of that, hotness. <laughs> she breaks up with you. What do you do? It's all looking pretty grim after that, isn't it? <laughs> Where do you go from there? Well, you there? crack onto yeah. Carrie Ann, obviously. Well, yeah, no that, I'm now picturing a blue and nude Carrie Ann. Stop <laughs> it. Stop <laughs> it. Stop <laughs> it. That's not our question today. Our question is, have Oldie you been... Smurf. Sorry? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Nothing. Old and Smurf. No. <laughs> Very confusing. When will... Uh, now, I don't follow the footy shows. Yep. When will... <laughs> <laughs> surprise, really? surprise. What? Sturlow's not on the footy show anymore, or is yes. he? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. I remember years ago tuning into the Sydney footy show one night. It's probably a decade ago now. Uh. And tuning in, and the first thing I saw was Sturlow sitting on the panel, painted up like a blue smurf, <laughs> <laughs> and just looking slightly dejected. Uh, and I just think it, once a year he's got to smurf up again. <laughs> Bring back the smurf gear still. Very smurfy footy show. Very cute. <laughs> Have you been turfed out of something? Yeah. Thrown out, ejected. Thrown out. Sacked, given the ass. We all have on this show. Mm-hmm. Give us a call, one triple three five three. Get this. Participating in the fairy tale that has become their life. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. Yeah, let's get this around the nation on Triple M. George McEncrow mm-hmm. is with us. Uh, of course, get this, the home of the most overcooked podcast on radio. What's in there, Tone? Podcast 96 goes up today. Oh, Rex Ooh, Hunt. In, oh, what's he up to? In Russia, apparently. Oh, the kiddies. Literary Corner, that was you talking about Zoo Magazine. Uh, <laughs> va- the vagaries of Sudanese law are canvassed in the new Triple M. Ah, Get this yes. podcast. Thank goodness. Greg Fleet pushed off or stabbed off, I think we remember Very that. Very libelous story. John Laws signing off. There's a lot more beeping in that yeah. story on the podcast <laughs> than there was when it went to air. Lawsy in the gold headphones. Yeah. Which mm. is just the same you were saying this morning. They're the same dodgy ones that we use. That's right. Mm. George, see those headphones yeah, you've got yeah. on? But they, they're super shiny, but his th- one. These are like the same headphones mm. everyone has. They have not changed in 23 years I've been doing radio, and they're always gold. Yeah. Mm. But they're matte gold. Yeah. So not, he's gone, no, not shiny not enough. I need yeah. real ones. <laughs> Is it actual gold, do you think? 
I mean, he his, could, oh, his would be. He can afford for it to be actual gold. I know, I know that his tonsils are actual gold. <laughs> I know that he's had those put in. <laughs> <laughs> We've just had them bronzed on this program. <laughs> uh, look, stop mucking about, Mr. Sorry. Martin. Topic du jour. Have you been uh, given the ass John Stamos style? Uh, who's on the line? Hey, Paul, how are you? Yeah, good, guys. How are you? Yeah, excellent, mate. Where'd you get thrown out of? Um, I was about 18, and we were going to midnight mass come Christmas Eve, mm -hmm. and one of my mates was highly religious, and he had to go with his parents. So we all did the smart thing, went out, had quite a few drinks before we went, mm -hmm. turned up a midnight mass. Uh, the third time that they had to wake me up because I was snoring, <laughs> they asked me to leave, and I've never been back to a church since. Hey, yeah. yeah, well, if they're going to do old material, <laughs> they've got to expect that kind of reaction. What sort of uh, period of time are we talking about? What year would this have been? Uh, about 15 years ago. Oh, I saw that one. Was that supported by Nick Barker and the Reptiles? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Can't hey, resist. guys, have, yeah. you, have you got a quick minute? Yeah, we got a quick minute. You know how you were talking about the pelican um, grabbing hold of this chihuahua? Yeah. yeah. I was fishing many years ago with a father-in-law, and he had a Prince Charles Cocker Spaniel or whatever they are. Yeah. And the pelican was trying to stay a bait. His dog come running up, and the uh, pelican grabbed hold of the dog. Really? For about 10 seconds, opened its mouth, the dog took off and turned up three days later. Oh, wow. None of his friends believed him when he told everybody. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> so, so there's room for a dog in this. So what we're saying yeah. is Chihuahua, fine. Spaniel, fine. Yeah. Yes. Call in uh, if a pelican's grabbed something larger yeah. than a spaniel. Sorry, guys. Yours. I wasn't classing a Chihuahua as a dog. No, so, no. I'm from a Labrador family. <laughs> Unless it's a Labrador, it's not a hey, dog. thanks for the call, Paul. Very good. Nice what else is in there? If you looked in the bottom of a pelican's week, just junk mail. I'm yeah, guessing. Yeah, yeah. No, they do. Uh, pelicans do like a skill tester thing. They've got a lot of soft toys and wristwatches in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one triple three five three is the number to call. If you've been turfed out of something, call now. Mm. Pink, leave me alone with John Howard on backing vocals. Here, get this on Triple M. George McEnroe is sitting in oh for this hour. Goodness. And we're finding out who's been turfed yeah. out. Here we go, here we go. Hi, Ashley, how are you? Hi, guys, how are you? Excellent. What happened? Uh... No, isn't this in a turf out? This is in regards to the Pelican mm. uh, story a mm. second ago. Yes. We, um... My uh, grandparents used to own a, a seafood shop called the Golden Prawn at Bribe Island, which is about an hour north of Brisbane. Yes. Part of the uh, babysitting duties was me in a prawn tub. Oh, really? Out the back, overlooking the Bribe jetty. Wow. And, um, anyway, they came running out one, one afternoon, and there's me in the mouth, sitting in this tub with a pelican wrapped around me, trying to, <laughs> to get my toy or whatever I had, and here's me holding onto the pelican's mouth. Wow! Oh my so God! So you can get a you can get a two year old, three year old in a, in a pelican. Okay. So we've gone Chihuahua to cocker spaniel to toddler, to toddler, yep. fish smelling toddler. I knew. Uh, <laughs> now tell me, Bonnie. Ashley, do you still have the uh, sort of the odor of uh, of the faint <laughs> faint waft of prawn about you? No. Cats following you down the street. Uh, Ed would like to have a lick of you yeah. if you do. <laughs> well, hey. you're listening to Get This. Today we're playing What Can You Fit in a Pelican? Hey, what Ashley, about the Nissan Navara? Ashley, thank you so much for that call. Uh, I really do appreciate the heads up. Hello, Ashton. How are you? Good, guys. How are you? Now, when were you in a Pelican, son? <laughs> Are you turfed out? Which no, topic are you okay. ringing about? Uh, well, a couple of years ago, some friends of mine uh, and myself, we went to Canberra and went to Parliament House, mm -hmm. and uh, we were up in the, you know, watching everything happen and getting a bit bored, so uh, 
my friends and I decided we'd start the uh, Mexican wave in Parliament House. Great! And we got away with it about three times, and then they come up and said, look, if you guys do this again, we're going to have to kick you out. And, uh, yeah, well... The rest is history. Yeah. Great, because right. wow. wouldn't you Good like it to, to take off and go all the way around the lower house as well? well <laughs> it was very funny because there was us, two of us over one side and two on the other side, so they'd do it and we'd pretend and wait for it to come around and then we'd do it. You know, <laughs> it around. It's probably the most entertainment they've seen in that oh, year. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. surely appropriate that's for Australia. Take off. Australian well, pub. We've thrown some people out of here too, actually. So. There you go. What about, uh, you know the guys who sit, okay, you're on camera mm. uh, in the lower house. And then there's all, always a few people sort of on the rake up the back. Yeah, the extras. Yeah. I want one of them to just do the ugly Dave Gray scissors from Blanky Blacks. <laughs> <laughs> just wait till Costello says something dodgy and they're just scissors. <laughs> That'll be gone when it goes to air. Uh, <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for the call, Ashton. Keep Gee, up no the, worries, guys. the good work. Hello, John. How are you? Oh, good day, guys. How's it going? Uh, good. <laughs> excellent. Uh, what's, where'd you get turfed out of? Oh, look, I got turfed out of a church up in Melbourne some years ago. Mexican wave? Oh, no, don't I wish. No, no, I was in a church there. A couple of my friends enticed me to go and check out some of the girls at this church. And I was going to take along my pet snake. Check out the religious skirt. Your pet snake? <laughs> into a church what to check that? out chicks? You were just all wrong. Hey, mate, oh. what, uh, what denomination was it, mate? Oh, look, it was Baptist. Does it really oh, matter? Oh, yeah, that's the high-quality church tale. Going to get any action from a Baptist? So you bought the uh, snake to, to offer the forbidden fruit? Yeah, yeah just well, like the Bible I, story. I, I actually, the girl that was sitting next to me, I said, "Would you like to see my snake?" <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. and, and then just she add, said, "Yes, please." And then so, if they're so offended, I produced a one meter long uh, carpet snake. Oh, okay. <laughs> But if they're offended by that, you just throw in Genesis well, 6.0. That's right. That's right. Well, unfortunately, it got away from me and it cleared the whole church. There you and go. I was asked to leave. Oh, they, they would have thought there were spirits afoot. Yeah. Thrown out no, by the bouncers. Those Baptists have no sense of humour. No, no. No, no. Popped out of the Catholic Church. They love a laugh. Oh, oh, thank hilarious. you, John. Lovely to talk to you. Hello, Mark. How are you? Not too bad, guys. Yourself? We're excellent, man. Well, what did you get kicked out of? I got kicked out of Scouts. Now, wow, wow, that's pretty... Uh, what happened? Well, it was a series of events, but it culminated in a camping holiday where I burnt my tent down and they found all the stolen food on the camp. <laughs> and um, we got caught in the girl guide's tent, so... Oh, so much going Rebel. on. Releasing snakes. Now, is, what? is there a badge for being caught in the girl guide's tent? <laughs> we were going for it. <laughs> Good on you. We're going for my teabagging bag. As long as you're oh. prepared, that's all that matters. Sorry. Oh, no. Oh. Sorry. It's unnecessary, and I just <laughs> forgot where I was. The answer being, of course, on the radio. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Apologise. Lastly, hey, thanks, Mark. G'day, Peter. How are you? G'day, guys. How you doing? Love your show. Thanks, buddy. Cheers. What did you get kicked out of? I got kicked out of Lakes Golf Course. Oh, what for? Um, well, this is my first time uh, on the golf green. I've never been there before. I was invited by a few mates, and... After five or six attempts of trying to putt the ball mm. in the hole, I just couldn't do it. So I turned the putter around, used it as a snooker cue, light on the grass, and, and snooker it in. Fantastic. Pot it in wine. And that's not illegal. <laughs> yeah, well, it was fine for me. I got, I got the ball in. 
Yeah, I know. Look, go. I'm on your side, Peter. And, and without the use of the spider as well. <laughs> <laughs> Surely that should have got your points. Hey, thanks, Peter. Well, Thank that's... You're welcome, mate. Have a good one, guys. You thanks. too, mate. What a fantastic bunch of turfies. Mm. I reckon the pelican thing's got legs as well. Yeah. I really do want to explore this. All right. What well, animal have you been inside of? <laughs> that's a good uh, fun Now topic. it's my turn to look at you. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, you know what this show lacks, George? I know you're thinking this. Yeah. Not enough Rex Hunt action. <laughs> Have you got any? We'll rectify that next on Get This. Foo Fighters, learn to fly here at Get This on Triple M. George McEncroe, thanks for sitting in for the whole hour. I loved it. It's great callers, wasn't it? Yeah, this fantastic Absolutely stuff. Brilliant. But uh, you know, people are calling us up. They'll, you know, we'll pick up the phone and we'll just hear this phrase. This is dizzy stuff, folks. Uh-oh. People want Rex Hunt. They want more. What have you got? Surely you've got some more, you know, old speeches or rants or, or some kind of Rex ah. we, we haven't heard. Uh, we recently received this Rex Hunt recording session uh, in the post. I'm not sure what it is. Play it, Rich. Okay, Rex, you comfortable? Yep. Now, you've read the text. Magnificent. You just want to go for one? Yeah, look, mate, uh, I've rejigged it a smidge. Uh, what do you mean? I just put it in the lingo. Uh, Rex, this is a talking book. We yeah. have to follow the original. Yeah, mate, let's, let's just give it a crack. Well... Come on, mate, uh, roll tape. Here we go. As Professor Robert Langdon stood in the famous museum, the Louvre, looking at the dead body of the museum's renowned curator, he knew instantly who was responsible. Knockers, deadbeats, lightweights and losers who don't know the meaning of hard work and elbow grease and who have never done a decent day's hard yakka or toil in their lives. It wasn't the first time the famous professor had been confronted with this yibbity yibbity about Opus Day. Oh sure, he'd taken on the thugs in the scallop industry and won, somebody had to, but this Opus Day mob were fair dinkum mongrels and bludgers. Much like my own critics, parasites, knockers, who when asked the first thing about fishing, let you down. Every time, without fail, or exception. Oh sure, Da Vinci had his critics too, but where are they now? Well, I'll tell you folks, sitting back on the couch, rolling a fat cigarette, bitching, and waiting for the next handout on the Gravy Train Express to nowhere town. Uh, the- Rex, we might have to drop, uh, what? well, at the very least, the yibbity yibbity. Uh, come on, mate, it's just a bit of colour. And, uh... Dan Brown makes no references to the scallop industry. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. Suddenly, a voice, a shadowy figure in that famous French museum, the Louvre. It hands the professor a business card. The address, the Netherlands. This is dizzy stuff, folks. Old Leonardo was bloody spot on when he said, and I quote his own words verbatim, Nothing was ever achieved while sitting back rolling a fat cigarette. Uh, yeah, Rex, uh, look, I don't think this is worth Yeah, yeah, just, think... just keep going. But Professor Langdon dared to dream that maybe, just maybe, or perhaps one day in the future, years from now, a kitty might pass by that famous French museum, the Louvre, and remember the fat kid from Mordialic High who took on the thugs from the scallop industry and the Priory of Sion. Oh, yeah, this is Da Vinci stuff, folks. <laughs> All right. We <laughs> might have Chapter 2 next week. Hey, George, uh, what's going on on the cage up north in Brisbane? 
Uh, well, tomorrow, well, everything always, you know, yes. we're going to get everything that you ever need in a radio show. But we've got Marto's cash cab's going to hit the airwaves oh, tomorrow. We're going to be wow. doing a bit of that. And he can pick you up anywhere in Brisbane. And if you please him, he will let you ride for free. <laughs> and not only that, the really? other day he gave away $4 when people answered all his questions correctly. So <laughs> we've got deep pockets there on uh, okay. Brisbane Cage. That's more than Four the... bucks, it could be five tomorrow. <laughs> it's more than the prize king Ed Cavalier's offering. <laughs> okay, have a go at the prize <laughs> king. He's got hey? Taxi Cab Confessions, his own version coming yeah, out soon. Big time. And, That's of course, true. if you're listening in Melbourne, there's a fine cage in the morning. And if you're in Sydney, the shebang. Bang. I'm not going to mention good. Adelaide because they don't take this out. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, thanks for coming in. Thanks to everybody Thank you, who callers. called. Uh, thanks to everyone who works on that fine cage. And, of course... Of course, our key phrase today, I think it was... We've been gotcha! <laughs> and we'll be back tomorrow with Lawrence Mooney. Oh, fine comedian. And there's a Mooney car somewhere on our website if you care to look. And it's all thanks to that 4x4 with the pulling power that's huge. That's what this is tomorrow. It's you That was the most coolest show. You're totally sick.